What up, you party people <laughs> out there? How y'all doing? How you uh, doing, Jake? Are you talking to me or are you talking to the people? I don't e- even know. Everyone. Am I the people? Yes. At this hey, point. what's up? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> That's good. How's how's your week been going? It's, it's been a minute since we've, we've done this in a minute. Yeah, this is episode number 68 of from the pocket our our last episode came back in february we're well i mean we're still kind of in the beginning of march but uh, yeah i've been really busy i started a new job and it's uh it's been busy it's been a lot of stuff so i've been pretty good though nice i'm glad to hear it well uh we're coming at you live because some pretty big news and has come up in the nfl world uh, we haven't even hit free agency left. I think the franchise tag deadline ended. It's today. Oh, okay, it was today. I thought it was yesterday. I thought it was. Yeah, it's on. Oh no, it's Wednesday. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought it was Tuesday for a second. Yeah, so I uh, had some interesting uh, franchise tags. We won't talk about them much. I'll mention a few that I I saw uh, for my. Dolphins looks like we uh, franchise tag my uh, franchise tagged Mike Kaseki, uh, which I I uh, like that. Um, I was hoping he was gonna lead. I was hoping we were gonna let him walk. I, I saw something about like if he went to the Chargers and man, if he went to the Chargers, he'd be ooh man, that's a that'd be a good I'd be sad, but right? they really the Chargers really need defense. Like, yeah. I was honestly a little surprised they signed Mike Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that Mike Williams isn't well, good, but. They, I just know they need they need defense bad. Yeah, maybe like another receiver, but just to like have that for rotation sake. But uh, no, yeah, they're they're doing. I think they're in the uh, right boat and on the right course of action. Um, your Cowboys. I saw they franchise tag Dalton Schultz. Oh. Also, uh, they did release Amari Cooper. Oh, is that final? Is it is uh, it formally done? I, I'm not sure. I can check, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that is the rumor that he is going to get a re- released, and Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, I also saw Demarcus Lawrence. Um, he's not, I guess he's not willing to uh, take a discount, so they're like, all right, we'll get out the door, uh, which I think that's going to hurt their defense a little bit. He is very vital. He doesn't get a lot of sacks, but he's very good at stopping the run. I'll give him that at least. Um, who else? Uh, Chris Godwin got mm-hmm. franchise tagged by the Bucks. Jesse Bates, uh, Bengals. I think Cam Robinson was from the Jags. I think I saw. Um, hmm. oh, Devontae Adams, who we'll talk yeah, about. Yeah, he's the big one. I was waiting for you to say. It. I don't <laughs> know if you're saving it for last. Yeah, Devontae Adams got uh, franchise tagged by the Green Bay Packers. That's yeah. That's I mean, the, I, I, that's not surprising, yeah, I don't think. That was the big one. Yeah, they weren't going to let him go. Uh, we'll talk about it when we uh, get into the Packers and more of what the the repercussions of what has happened uh, with the Packers. Um, how, who else? Something, I'm trying to remember anything, anybody interesting that I have saw, but I'm drawing a blank, so we can move on. Uh, we can move on. I guess we'll, we'll start with the lesser story. Uh well, we talked about the uh, Calvin Ridley, the Atlanta wide receiver, who this he only played in five games this past season. Um, yeah. Took a leave of absence for uh, for mental health reasons, uh, which we condone here at, from the pocket. But the NFL didn't like his actions outside of the <laughs> his this yep. season. Um, he obviously and all. Yeah, he. Uh, we're talking about him um, betting. Looks like on a few games, uh, some Atlanta games also, or an Atlanta game uh, that he wasn't playing in, and the NFL found out about it, and uh, he, they cracked the whip really hard, suspending him for the whole, at least the entire uh, next season. Um, yeah, pretty harsh. Uh, I don't like the full season. Listen to other people talk about it. Um, I do, I guess, understand somewhat of the punishment because, you know, if 
Calvin Ridley, like, if, let's say this starts happening, more and more players start gambling, that could mess with the integrity of the game, that word we like to use. Uh, and I could see that, you know, if players are betting on their own teams, then, you know, that could, you know, or mess against. with it. Or against, yeah, could mess with that. So I get that. I don't agree with this suspension, maybe like half the season or something like that. But um, if they're cracking down so hard on gambling um, with their players, I need to see, you know, harder, swifter action when I see, you know, domestic violence and stuff like that. But um, I'll let you talk, uh, Jake. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that latter point you made um i that said i i don't really have an issue with the length of the suspension uh, as far as a year for gambling i would as 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 you said i'd like to see those kinds of suspensions for when you beat your wife or child you know that'd be really nice um but i think that's more of an issue with the length of those suspensions not so much the length of the gambling one mm-hmm. uh, this like, it's been pretty par for the course like this has kind of been the boilerplate uh mm-hmm. suspension it, it this a story like this crops up once every five, six years, I feel like. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe even longer than that. I mean, it doesn't happen very often, you know. I mean, yeah. and you have a lot of players, and it doesn't happen very often. So when it does, you know, it, that has been the tradition, uh, suspend for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also, I mean, uh, I know a lot of people have talked about this. This is something that gets brought up every time, too, is, uh, you know, there are signs everywhere in these locker rooms that are <laughs> like, hey, don't gamble. Hey, don't gamble. They tell hey, you, you know you're not supposed to gamble, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, they do symposiums on this stuff. Like, you, like, there, there's just no chance you don't know that you're not supposed to gamble. Um, but also, I think, um, I think, the, I think the changing circumstances of the NFL also, I can understand why it feels like it's maybe more important to do it this time around because, like, over the past five years since this has last happened, the, the NFL has has really gotten more and more in bed with these gambling companies. Yeah. And two things can arise from that, uh, especially with the, you know, just in, not just with the NFL, but the, how much easier it is to gamble for everybody now. I mean, you get a sports app now on your phone. You don't have to know a bookie. You don't have to send, like, you just get on your phone, put some money into an account, and mm-hmm. you can gamble. So I think, for one, the fact that the NFL is getting in bed with these gambling companies to me, the number one concern that crops up is uh, impropriety and fixing of games. We've seen that as as gambling becomes more and more of an industry within these sports. There's more of a propensity to fix games, and and there's more of a propensity for for you know games to kind of be rigged in a way. Mm-hmm. And I think the NFL is aware of that because I mean you know uh, say what you will about the NFL and some of their handling of certain situations but they are pretty they are pretty good at 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 understanding the ramifications of of their business yeah um and so i think there is that kind of i guess fear that since we're getting more and more in bed with gambling companies if we have a player doing this we need to come down harder combined with the fact that it's now easier to do it i think this is almost like a chance for them to set an example and say we don't care that it's becoming easier we don't care that we're like doing these deals now you can't gamble mm-hmm. and that's how it's always been and that's how it is going to remain so um i mean I, again i wasn't really surprised by it when i heard the news i was like oh man poor calvin ridley getting mm-hmm. caught like that you know yeah. but i i didn't you know i i never really personally had an issue with the suspension length itself uh it's it felt pretty par for the course for me and given the changing circumstances it it felt maybe maybe to me honestly even more appropriate than it has been in in the past decade or so uh calvin really only bet fifteen hundred dollars i know shannon sharp said it best he's like who bets fifteen hundred dollars to lose 11 million you know (laughs) dang he did do that uh yeah well i'm not gonna condone the gambling he shouldn't have done it um i i guess if since the NFL is, they're trying not to, you know, uh, not keep the integrity of the game, is what they always say, um, intact, so, yeah, sure, um, that sucks for him, um, he's gonna be a, probably a top, uh, f- 
free agent of wide receiver on the market. I was really hoping, you know, maybe uh, Miami could get go uh, take a stab at him if we couldn't get Devontae uh, or maybe get Amari. I don't know. Amari is still out there once he gets released. I don't – I'm not trying They're to – They're apparently taking calls for Amari is what I read. They're going to oh, hold on to him a little longer yeah. and see if they can get a call for him. Okay, fair. Um, but – Because I don't think yeah, they owe him um, the 20 mil right now at this, this second – no, I, I don't remember the date that it hits, but I would imagine they'd move off of him before that happens. Mm-hmm. That makes it always harder to do, though, because, you know, if everybody knows you're going to have to cut him on day X, <laughs> you know, why would I trade for him? Yeah, and try to squeeze. Well, other teams are going to try to squeeze, you know. You, they know they want to get rid of you, so, you know, you got to squeeze out as much as you can from them. Um, yeah. All right, Jake, you ready to talk about some QB moves? Oh man, yeah, we got a few of them. I we made a, a I made a couple segments already on on Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. So if you haven't seen those, go check them out. I'm gonna probably be a little more mild in in today's episode. Oh yeah, I was, yeah. I was raging yesterday. <laughs> I saw. I watched it. Uh, we'll start with the the mild one. Carson Wentz is mm. now a Washington Commander. Still weird to say. Um, in this trade. Oh. He's back in the NFC East. Back in the away. NFC East, baby. Uh, anyway, uh, Carson, the Commanders uh, get uh, Carson Wentz in a 2022 second round pick. And on the Colts side, they get a third round pick for this year, a second round pick for this year, and a 2023 conditional third round pick. Um... The the draft capital I'm 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 okay with. Um Washington has been desperate for a QB now. Um I wish they could have gotten, you know, a better quarterback, but you know, when the top two guys one resigns and one gets traded to the Broncos, you know, what can you do? Um the market wasn't gonna be that high for Carson Wentz. Um yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the, where the commanders are. I don't know where their pick is. I'm not really in love with any of these quarterbacks. Um, I haven't really heard anything from the combine of any of them. What of uh, anybody like uh, wow? Malik Willis them. is is kind of the one I've heard. Yeah, about. Kenny but Kenny Pickett's the other one. But we'll, but we'll, okay, when we get to Seattle, you know, Seattle are they gonna go quarterback? Because now they got the ninth overall pick. So they probably have to. I honestly. think they will because they're not gonna be. They're not in love with Drew Lock. Um, I would say should, just nobody tank should it. be. I would tank this next year. I know the NFL <laughs> doesn't like it, but that's what I would do. I just I'm not in love with any of these quarterbacks now. Maybe there's one of them that's gonna, you know, rise and shine, uh, and be that you know, beacon of hope. But I I I don't know. Um, Seattle has I still has a lot. To rebuild that defense is terrible. Yeah, offensive line is not good. I mean, they got nice, solid weapons, but I, I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah, Carson was to the Commanders. Whatever. Um, I don't think they're gonna do much. I mean, they got some nice pieces there. Defense, obviously. Uh, I, I'm just gonna go out on whim and say I think the Washington defense is gonna be a lot better. You know, Chase Young is going to be coming back healthier. Um, you know, they got the draft and they got free agency, so they can, you know, fix holes in their uh, roster there. They got a good coach. Um, they do have a terrible owner, so, you know, how much can they do? Uh, yeah. But they got nice pieces on offense. Antonio Gibson, he's he's good. Uh, Terry McLaurin, who I love. Um yeah, is that all their pieces I know of? Oh, no, they got, uh, what's his name? Not Debo Sam. Curtis Samuel from uh, uh, Carolina. So they got, they got some pieces. They got some pieces, but uh, I'm just not really convinced and can, that Carson Wentz can, you know, take it to the promised land. Yeah, I mean, I Carson Wentz is not, I don't think Carson Wentz is the kind of guy that can take you to the promised land for sure. Um, but, I look, I have to say, like, I hate this move as a Cowboys fan. Um, 
No, the, I think Washington. Don't y'all, got better. y'all have a uh, y'all have a uh, don't you have a winning don't y'all have a winning record against this, against Carson Wentz? Yeah, I mean Dak Prescott never loses. Like he's lost. I think I think in his career he's I think you can count on one hand how many times he's lost to NFC East opponents. He hardly <laughs> ever loses to them. Yeah. Um, but we did lose that one game in twenty nineteen at the end of the season with in Philadelphia with Amari Cooper was on the sidelines and Dak didn't play well and Tony Pollard fumbled it in the opening drive of the second half. All that stuff. I don't I'm not bitter, but um it's, yeah, uh, not bitter at all. No, but so real real quick, I really I made a video about Carson Wentz, not not coming over to the Commanders, but a couple like a week or two ago about how I really did not fully understand why the Colts were like moving off of him. I really didn't feel like like yeah, I thought the season was kind of a disappointment. You know, you're nine and eight. I got it. One guy commented on on the video. Shout out to that guy if, he, if he's watching. <laughs> he did, he's like, how is it a disapp- How was the Colts season a disappointment? You know, like they were the scariest team in football at one point, yeah, and they had all Jason these Taylor, statistical Jonathan records Taylor. and. You know they had they had one of the top scoring offenses. They had a great defense. They had an elite back. Carson Wentz eh, defense could have had all these touchdowns and no picks. Like how was this a disappointing season? And I'm like, because you just listed all those things and they didn't even go to the playoffs. Like their offensive like, line was also kind of banged up and wasn't playing that well. Yeah, and really, I'm not totally convinced that Frank Reich and Chris Ballard wanted to move off of him. Like, I think that's mm. how it's being portrayed that, like, oh, they gave up on him. They did. I, I don't think they did. The, I, I don't Chris think Ballard, Frank Reich. That's the GM, right? Yeah. He, he, he had some comments that weren't, like, he wasn't really backing Carson Wentz up. Yeah. I, but one thing I think, so it's like, the way I look at it is, like, from Jim Irsay, the owner, apparently was pissed at the way the season ended. Oh. And so the way I kind of think it was, was like Jim Irsay wanted to move off of Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. So it's like if Frank Reich and Chris Ballard are like, say lukewarm on keeping Carson Wentz. Yeah. Right. They say, well, you know, we could take him on for another year, you know, because of how angry Jim Irsay is at it. The (laughs) only way you're going to convince him to keep Carson Wentz around is if you like stake yourself onto that decision. Right. So it's like, you know, well, do you like Carson Wentz? Yeah. I like Carson Wentz. Do you like him enough? to bet your job on him um no <laughs> you know that's kind of how okay. i felt about it so it's like yeah okay i'm sorry carson we gotta let you go um and i i think look i think people are kind of to me they kind of when he went to indianapolis you know i could totally understand people being iffy on that move and a lot of people were i personally was like yeah i think it's a fine i think it's a pretty good deal um, but that's because they had Philip Rivers the year before. Now, mm-hmm. is Carson Wentz better than Philip Rivers? Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> yeah. maybe. Like we don't know. Pro- probably not. Maybe you know. You probably lean. He's a little worse than Philip Rivers. Okay. And and so because and the win total showed that you know they went from an eleven and five playoff team to a nine and eight team. You know. Now. S- and, and I think people are looking at it that that context is like, oh, he went to Indianapolis and he failed. It's like, well, no, you need to compare it to the situation Washington's in now. Is he better than Taylor Heineke? Yes. Absolutely he's better than Taylor Heineke. Like, and like, Ryan this is, like, this is an upgrade for them. This is un, uh, undisputed an upgrade he's at a the starter. quarterback position. He is a starting quarterback. Yeah, again. Going over to Indianapolis, replacing Philip Rivers, you know, you have a debate there. He, there's not a debate. The the Washington Commanders, weird to say, right. but the Washington Commanders are better at quarterback today yes. than they were yesterday. I agree. And I... like again, I don't know if they're going to be a playoff team. Even you know, maybe, but I mean, they were seven and ten without Carson Wentz with Taylor Heineke quarterbacking, and I know people. I don't know Taylor Heineke kind of feels like Tim Tebow to me, where people are like. You know, it's like Tim Tebow has this success. I, and people I, are like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, Tim I think Tebow, he's, he's a better good. thrower of the ball. Like, well, well, but like what I'm saying is, it's oh, like, okay, okay. you know, people are like, yeah, you know, Tim Tebow, he's pretty good. He's not bad. And then you get the news <laughs> that, oh, hey, we got Peyton Manning. And everybody goes, oh, thank God. Oh, my God. I thought we were going to be stuck with Tim Tebow. It's the same thing with Taylor Heineke where you have these fans and they're like, yeah, you know, he's pretty good. Taylor Heineke's not bad. And then it's like, hey, we got Carson Wentz. And they're like, oh, my God, thank you. Oh, my God. I really thought we were going to be stuck with Taylor Heineke for, like, five years. Thank the Lord, you know. Yeah. Um, 
So I think they got better. I'm a little sad as a Cowboys fan because it feels like Washington's actually a little bit more of a competent team now. They have a competent coach and a competent quarterback. And that's a pretty – like, you went through some of the pieces. They're not a great team, but they're not a bad team. Mm-hmm. Um, they they absolutely – you know, the NFC East, there's always a new winner. Every year there's a new winner. Dude. And it's stayed that way since the 4 season or whatever. Like, Yeah. The Eagles are the only Washington- team that have, that have won back-to-back. And you know, I think people, I, I think people kind of the NFC East has been such trash for so long that I think people <laughs> kind of forget the Cowboys aren't a bad team. Obviously, they're not. They're not a bad team. The Eagles were a surprisingly not bad team this past year. They could make maybe take another step. And now Washington's got themselves a quarterback. Like those are those are some viable teams in, in the NFC. You know, you maybe say it's, they're not like Super Bowl contenders, they, but I mean they're viable play. They're viable teams. It could be so, it could be competitive next year. It could yeah, be yeah. Really so competitive. this, I, I, you know, I don't really have much else to say about it. I think Washington got a little better, and I, I, I'd say good for them as a fan of the NFL. Good for them as a Cowboys fan. Garbage move, and I hate it. Uh, yeah, completely agree the, with that. The Wentz, the Wentz Prescott comparisons will never die. <laughs> it's back on, like it's, it's back, back on, on again. Dak's winning at this point. Like, I, like yeah, if you were to Dak, ask me, Dak seems to have solidified it, but it's not too late. Yeah, if if you would ask me a few years ago, I'd have been like, of course Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott. But uh, now, same. I was on that boat too. Uh, nowadays, boat well. yeah, Dak's better, but he looks like he's about to lose Amari, and you know, as we've seen, when one once Amari got there. Dak's numbers went up. I, I don't think that's a coincidence. You actually kind of, you know, to change the subject just a little bit, you kind of moved me off of that because I remember I told you back multiple months ago, back at the at last year, you know, in the middle of the season, I was like going into this offseason, I think they move off of Amari Cooper. Mm. And I was like, you don't really need him. You have CD, you have Michael Gallup, you have Cedric Wilson. Like, what do you need him for? And you're like, well, you know, Amari Cooper brings an element – of style that these other players don't mm-hmm. you know he's he's a route runner he's a big physical guy he can kind of he, make tougher catches he, than the yeah, other guys you got a shade like if you let him go off he he, he can go off he like, can go off yeah and you know i kind of was like okay maybe you might be right on that sure you, you might be right and then sure enough he got hurt and our offense really struggled without him mm-hmm. so i'm a little nervous about that i don't know how that's gonna look i think it's all a gamble that cd lamb is going to take that next step. Mm, I don't know if CD's a number one. Dude, I don't know either. Like, CD's a great slot guy, yeah. and I love him coming out of the slot. Get the ball in his hands quick and let him make some magic. Mm-hmm. But are you doubling CD Lamb? Do you feel like we don't yeah, double CD Lamb? Right? Like, screwed. Like, <laughs> I, I don't. Like, I hope. I, I really hope so, but I just don't. I'm iffy. I'm very iffy on the decision. Uh, the Demarcus Lawrence, or the Demarcus Lawrence, you know, move. I get it. I think people look at the Demarcus Ware decision we made all those years ago, and they mm-hmm. go, "Oh man, the Cowboys. They really regretted that decision." I don't think that just because Demarcus Ware went and had success at another team. Yeah, he was expensive. He was old, and in 2013, his last season with us, we were one of the worst defenses in the history of the league, and yeah. we moved off of him. And in 2014, we were a markedly better defense. Like that did not end up being a bad decision for our team. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how I feel about the Demarcus Lawrence trade uh, decision. I. I'm more optimistic about that move. He's just too expensive. He's just too expensive. But he was a great run stopper. So I, I don't know what we're going to do to replace that. But, yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to say that really quick. We can move on to like the main the discussion. Cowboys are going to be drafting defensive linemen. I've always said, y'all, that's yeah. one of y'all's biggest weaknesses on that defense is a defensive line. We're weak in the secondary. We're weak on the defensive yeah, line. Yeah, but, I mean, I you mean, can mitigate as – uh, average secondary with a great pass rush. <laughs> That's true, and Micah Parsons helps a lot with that. Yeah, like so need, we'll, we'll he, see what they he do. He needs some more pieces around him, but I mean, if you could fix up your front, I, I think you'd be fine. Or you could do what true. the Patriots do and build up your secondary. Uh, I, I, either one would be nice, but um, yeah. All right, let's get to the the, the big boy news. The big boy nitty gritty. The nitty-gritty. I'll start with uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Mwah, making a... Not a great deal. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, so um, obviously I'm talking about the uh, big trade that happened yesterday. Uh, 
basically what happened was uh, Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll and the entire Legion of Boom is now off the team because they ended up releasing Bobby Wagner like hours later. Um, but Russell Wilson is now a Denver Bronco. Uh, Denver received him and I think a fourth round pick while Seattle got Drew Locke. Eh. I like Noah Fant, um, but yeah, he. I mean, he's he he's not a, like a, he's not your Travis Kelsey. He's not your uh, whatever whatever big tight ends are still out there. Um, he's not he's not that guy. He's big and fast. I like him. Um, hopefully, uh, he works out in Seattle. Um, and Shelby Harris, uh, two first round picks. One the which is the ninth overall pick, which many people are speculating. Um, Seattle's going to get a quarterback there. At this point, you know, your quarterback room now is Drew Locke and Geno Smith. Now, I like I said earlier, I I would tank this season, obviously, get a better pick for next year because, you know, those that, that first-round pick for 2023, if the Broncos are even half, if which I which we think the Broncos got a lot better, then that pick is gonna be in the late twenties, thirties, thirty two maybe if the trend continues, um, with quarterbacks getting traded, um, and then two second round picks, which was the fourth overall for this year and twenty twenty three, and a fifth round pick for this year and a. Yeah, and that's it. So, um. Funny enough, uh, I love how people like to, I guess with any trade, whether that be across any like sport, we, we always talk about like, you know, the winners and the losers. And I mean, obviously, uh, Seattle lost this trade, but I, I don't think we should look at it that way. I, I think, I, this is what I think like Seattle was going through. It's like, look, this guy doesn't want to be here. Um... It's like we always like Russ. Russ just doesn't want to be there, so let's get him out of the building, and let's just restart. I know our coach is old. I know P. Carroll's a little older, but you know this way now he can rebuild his team the way he wants to. If he wants to be that, you know that physical team that runs the ball and plays defense, well now you get the guy that out there that you know just kind of wants to pass the ball and stuff like that. They got a lot of work to do, obviously, with that offensive line being terrible. Um, that defense is garbage. You know, they also made this trade. Uh, Shannon Sharp, uh, um, I brought this up in Undisputed. They also made this trade because they don't have a first-round pick this... Uh, they, did, they didn't have a first-round pick uh, for this draft. Yeah. That was because of the Jamal Adams trade. And, you know, they're reeling from that. Um, so they got a lot of stuff to fix. Uh, so why not rebuild? Get some draft capital. And, you know, try to fix it and see what you got next season. And then, you know, you'll have two first-round picks uh, for 2023, which I think you won't be that good this upcoming season. I don't know if Pete Carroll can work his magic. And then you'll have a solid 2023 uh, pick and for the second round as well. Um, and then you'll have, the Bron- you'll have those Broncos picks as well. So, um, yeah. Seattle's Seattle's just they're rebuilding. Like they might not say they might not come out and say that we're rebuilding, but this is clearly a rebuild when you're trading your, you know, future Hall of Fame quarterback. Like that just doesn't happen. You just don't kick him out the door. It's never happened. I've been thinking about it for yeah. two days trying to remember <laughs> it's ne- like oh, maybe I, was I would love say somebody Peyton, to give me an example. But I guess it's never happened. But Peyton wasn't traded. Peyton what well Peyton wasn't in his prime when he got mm, moved off of true, Peyton true. was Peyton was coming off of a terrible neck surgery and people were like saying like the whole narrative with Peyton was like man he might not play football again and if yeah. he does he's like one terrible hit away from it all being like over over like mm-hmm. like bad health issues for like not just football but like beyond that like like the only quarterbacks we've seen move on whether free agency or in Aaron Rodgers case it would have been like a trade is when they're older and their teams are ready to move off of them usually, mm-hmm. or they're out of their prime, it's never happened. Like free agency or trade. It's mm-hmm. a quarterback in his prime, a hall of famer. I don't, I don't think it's ever happened. 
uh, yeah, you're the football expert. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to remember one. Like, <laughs> honestly, I'd love if you if you remember one, please leave a comment. Please, <laughs> like, I've been because I've gone through. I do. I do not think it has ever. Like, this is this is one of the one. It might be the the largest trade in the history of of the league. <laughs> it, I mean, it's in, it's it's that gravity. It's definitely up there because uh, you don't see this. Uh, very often and on the Denver side um yeah are they quarter uh quarterback are they Super Bowl contenders yeah um I yeah they I think their odds went up by quite a bit I don't remember I don't have the odds in front of me um but you know everyone wants to talk about that defense you know they they were like top three and points allowed and like top three yards allowed or whatever I can't remember you know, usually when defenses are that good, usually in the next year they might not be all that good, or they might not be that good. We'll see. They we still got the draft. I still, uh, Denver has um, I think a little bit more cap space. Um, their offensive line is better than what they got in Seattle. Yeah. They oh, got yeah. very decent weapons. Uh, Javante Williams, who came on at the end of that season, I'm not sure if Melvin Gordon is trying to leave, uh, but if they can keep Melvin Gordon, that's a nice one-two punch right there. Javante Williams, yeah, he's he was a stud last year. Uh, you know, Corbin Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy. I know he's been injured, um, but I'm really mm-hmm. with Russ. I think he could really uh, take his game to the next level. Beautiful route runner, just a Beautiful. phenomenal. Route he just runner. has to stay healthy. Like that's his biggest yeah. problem is staying healthy. Um, so they got pieces on that offense. Um, could use some retooling there a little bit, and obviously, you know, revamp your not revamp your defense, but you know, get some more pieces for your defense. Um, and yeah, Denver Denver should be should be pretty scary. It's that man. The AFC West really just became, um, you know, we were talking about the NFC West. Now the AFC West is probably the best division in football. I mean, yeah, it's crazy it's that now. it's crazy that Derek Carr is the fourth best quarterback in his own division. And then, like, because Derek Carr is a very solid QB. Oh, yeah. And he's the oh, fourth yeah. best quarterback in his division. Um, but Insane. It's going to be it's gonna be exciting. Uh, these AFC West games are going to be much-watched television. We get Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson twice a year. We get him and Justin Herbert and him and Derek Carr. That's six games, bro. Come on, that is. I mean, and that's just one. Like, I mean, you still got Patrick Mahomes versus Justin yeah, Herbert. Yeah. You know, Justin Herbert versus Derek Carr was the oh. last game of the season, and that was a masterpiece of a game. Yeah. So this uh, these, I mean, <laughs> these AFC West games are going to be uh, must watch football. Um, they're probably going to get you know those those big TV spots, Sunday Night Football. You know, all, all those. So. Gonna be interesting uh, to see how it goes. Uh, funny enough, since you brought up the Patrick, Patrick, uh, the Peyton Manning, um, since he retired before the twenty sixteen season, Denver is tied with Washington, uh, with uh eleven starting QBs since twenty sixteen. Oh, uh, wow. cool that is yeah, and it. ironically enough, Russell Wilson is going to play for the team he beat in the Super Bowl. So that's pretty funny. Oh, yeah, that is. Um, look, I, I actually, I really liked your take on the Seahawks because I do think that's a that's a fair take because I do think people are really just looking at this like like I, I mean, just off the bat, there's no way you can win a trade losing an All Pro, <laughs> yeah. Hall of Fame quarterback. Even he's, I think he's he's 33, so I think he's, he's kind still of in on his... the back nine of his prime, but he's still in his prime. Yeah, I mean, he is still in his prime. Um, I, I just like there's literal there's no value you can get back unless you're getting a quarterback that's almost as good as him yeah. and like a couple of picks like it just it doesn't exist you can't like you could they could have been like all right we'll give you five first round picks and it's still <laughs> like uh, uh, uh funny enough uh Washington I think was offering Seattle three first round picks but they didn't want to trade him. Uh, well, Russ it, didn't want to go there. That was the thing. That also, yeah, that no trade clause is uh, pretty op. Amazing. Pretty op. Yeah, I, I love it. I would yeah, always, I, I would always have that in my contract. Oh yeah. Um, 
one thing I will say though, and I it's the the point I disagree with you on is Ooh. that I do I do I do agree with you that it's like it's hard to reset. You know, if you're in a, if you're on a if you're an organization that you're just like we just need to reset, we just need to reset, <laughs> and it's getting worse and worse. And the problem is is like they have Russell Wilson, and he's not old, but he's aging. Yeah. And so there is that pressure every year of like we have to put a team around Russell Wilson that can compete mm-hmm. with uh, for a Super Bowl. And I think it forces you to make some decisions that you might not otherwise make. I think it forces you to take some swings that aren't great for the team, but you hope they pan out. And I think that's what the Seahawks have been doing. But that said, mm-hmm. since um, since Paul Allen died, Pete Carroll has gotten more and more power. I heard this stat from Dan Orlovsky today on ESPN. Ooh. And I, uh, it's a, I think it's a something we all know, but to hear it put in this context – in the past, I think five or six or seven years or something like that, they've drafted fifty-three players. One of them has been an All-Pro, and it was their punter. Mm, yeah, like Seattle. That, I mean, they not have a good record of drafting. And, and, and Pete Carroll, yeah, I mean Pete Carroll, he came out and was drafting after he got out of college football, and as we've talked about, I think he really had he just had such institutional knowledge of all the players coming out that he was able to like pick through the dirt, like you know Richard Sherman. He was coaching at USC. Richard Sherman's a kid from Compton. He he knew every detail about Richard Sherman. <laughs> you know, like so it, it's a lot. Of, but once you, <laughs> once all those players come and go, and you're picking players that you're not familiar with, you know, from what I understand, Pete Carroll has, does a bad job of overriding his staff and his scouts and saying, "Hey, I want to do this." And his scouts and staff are like, "I don't really think you should do that." And Ooh. it has. So I'm worried about that. Um, I don't know. I just I look at Pete Carroll and. It, it almost it just reminds me of what's happened to him at uf at usc like he came <laughs> into usc and was just so far ahead of the curve and then the well, curve he, caught up he to was him cheating also well yeah i mean <laughs> everybody's kind of cheating that way though Fair, I guess, right yeah. no but uh <laughs> he was ahead of the curve and then the curve started catching up to him and then he comes to the nfl and he's ahead of the curve and now the curve has again caught up to him and it, i don't know he just it just feels like he's an old coach out of place now i and Oh, sorry. I just I don't know. I will no, I say mean, yeah, if yeah. if they struggle this year, I could see they. I would either he steps down or it'll be a mutual party. Yeah, I I I think if they don't have a great year this next year, um, like I said, he's getting a little old. Um, so I why not retire while you're you know still relatively a a good head coach but yeah i that is also a point i forgot to mention seattle hasn't been great at drafting Uh, they don't bring in free agents like they they haven't done a great job of bringing in free agents either at all so so yeah that's what i'm saying tank tank i mean that might be (laughs) might be the answer but um yeah as far look i just want it nick wright God, Nick Wright has been so insufferable about this because a he doesn't like Russell Wilson to begin with. Really? He already doesn't like him. To, yeah, he's he's not oh, a Russell Wilson fan. Wow, I did not realize that. I thought everybody. Loved yeah, Russ. he he's he's been off the for a couple of years now. He's thought Russell Wilson is like kind of becoming a diva. He gets mad at Russell Wilson because uh, some of it's fair. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Like Russell Wilson kind of has become a little bit of a diva, like yeah. constantly being like, "I don't like this team. I don't want to be here. What about my wife and her?" Cr-? Like it's just like. <laughs> It's like, dude, you're a football player. Like, I, but I, like, I, I, some of it I understand, but um, he also is obviously a Chiefs fan, mm-hmm. and so, you know, the fact that Russell Wilson has now been traded to a division rival, you know, it'd be like if he got traded to Washington, I would be trying to justify, <laughs> rationalize any way I could to downplay why. Well, this isn't even this isn't even that good of a trade. This isn't even, and like he just had some. He's like. First off, he sat there and said today, he sat there and said, this is what this man said. He said that the Broncos are not better than the Seahawks. What? Which is just nonsense. That is just such a nonsense. It, it only- pissed, I was it was I was brushing my teeth this morning <laughs> listening to that. And it pissed me. I that was the first thing I felt this today. What? Was just anger at that garbage ass take. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like, I'm, it's like, okay, you think you think Russell Wilson's better than Teddy Bridgewater, right? Well, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, because they won the same amount of games as Seattle did this year. Both teams went seven and ten with Teddy Bridgewater. But one, defense. I mean, you're gonna sit there and say he's not. And then he makes the point, and you know, he's going to a division that's just impossible. Um, what? I had to break it to you. 
But the NFC West was better this past year than the AFC West. Which of those divisions set three teams to the playoffs? Which of those te- Which of those divisions had two teams in the conference championship? Sure shit wasn't the AFC West. The AFC West had two teams, and one of them was the Raiders, who got bounced in round one. Like, I, I just, I was, I could not believe the takes that were coming out of this man's mouth today. It's just nonsense. So I just wanted to say that. I just, I've been thinking about that a couple times today. It's just been, been, been making me mad. Bruh. But, um, no, I mean, I don't know if they're a Super Bowl contender just because of the sheer talent that the AFC has. I, I, look, but they're in the conversation. Yeah, they're yeah. in the conversation. That's all I'm saying. Like, I, I'm not saying they they should be the favorite. No, but uh, like Vegas said, their odds went up. And, yeah, it makes it a little bit better. They do got nice pieces all throughout that team. A very pretty oh, young yeah. team overall, I think. Uh, Weapons, running game, a solid defense. And, you know, you know they, they got a, a rookie – not a rookie, I guess it'll be a sophomore, but they got that running back uh, contract very low. If you know the, tr- if you've seen that trend of you know Super Bowl winners, all those teams or most of them, I'm not sure, are aren't really playing their running backs a lot. I, I correlation doesn't mean causation, but I'm just saying like it, it, the numbers are there. <laughs> teams that win the Super Bowl are aren't really playing yeah. their running backs, and um, yeah, they got yeah. got good weapons. Um, might need to figure totally out their tight end. Right. Might need to figure out their yeah. tight end since they did lose Noah Fant. But other than that, um, and I mean, th- this was a defense. Is, this has been a defense that this defense. I mean, without a quarterback, this has <laughs> given Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert fits. I mean, I will say though, losing Vic Vangio. I know he wasn't a great head coach. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, losing That's Vic Vangio point. is gonna be a little tough for that defense. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they're gonna be as good. As they were this year, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I, I just I just want to see I want to see how this defense plays, and then I also want to see like what they can figure out on offense because really that was their biggest issue is they weren't scoring enough points. You know they were holding their opponents to you know the third at least amount of points, and I think yards they just couldn't capitalize. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with that. Um, I, I think that's a good point. That's actually not a point I've thought about is, is, you know, Vic Fangio does give a boost to your defense, and now you have an offensive coach, which is solid for Russell Wilson, good for mm. him. But, yeah, I mean, that is probably going to take a ding to the defense. But, you know, if they can nail the defensive coordinator higher mm-hmm. um, and, you know, they can maintain some of that talent, I, I mean, I think – I mean, yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't know how deep this – how far this team can go just because of the sheer talent yeah. in the AFC West. But they are absolutely loaded. in the conversation. Like, and and boy, oh, boy, that is just such a crowded AF. I mean, all four of those teams, you could say, could be a playoff team. If you take the Raiders out, you only got one wild card spot left. <laughs> so if you say the Bills are winning their division – Okay, well, are the Dolphins or the Patriots? Okay, what about the AFC North? You have the Ravens, the Steelers, the Bengals, the Browns. Mm-hmm. If you take the Steelers out, you're dealing with, I mean, two of those three teams aren't going. You know, that means the Colts and the Titans, only one of those teams is going. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a crowded AFC right over there. I mean, that's wild. It's it's tight over there. And um, going to be great football to watch next season. Going to be really excited. Um, and then the, the NFC. Get to <laughs> the piece of Oh, you thought this was see, I thought the Russell Wilson thing kinda was. But oh, uh well. either I mean they're both they're both massive news. Like, I, way. We should've we should've I should've talked interrupted about your flow. You, you should have interrupted your flow. <laughs> you should have talked to me about this, Jake. I would've I would've did the I would've did these uh the other way. But um, Hey, you're leading. If you think that's the news, you think that's the news, baby. Uh it I guess this is the one that broke out first. It did. And yeah. you know, I like you said, you you've Drop videos. I haven't uh, talked about this. I have some kind of thought my thoughts on it. Um, Aaron Rodgers and it, the saga is finally over, which really wasn't a saga when you think about it. Uh, <laughs> it was he and the Packers yeah. have agreed to a four year deal, making him the highest paid player in NFL history. Four years, two hundred million, one hundred and fifty three million. Guaranteed? Is it fully guaranteed? 
Or just guaranteed? So, it's not fully guaranteed, it's, uh, but he's he's coming out, and he's starting to play these word games like he's been doing, where he's like, oh, I didn't sign it yet, which it's like, well, what? everybody said the, the official gonna, report was that you agreed to terms. Like, let's not... We can play it. word games too, Aaron, but then it's also <laughs> like... You know, all the 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 numbers are are a little inaccurate or something. Whatever. And, you know, I I I do think that this is gonna lower down his cap hit, which is what they need. Yeah. But, they I mean, it's still like, I mean, this is so dumb. I mean, I comes out and says categorically false. I'm not taking a fifty million dollar contract. It's like okay, so unless these numbers that are being reported are <laughs> literally just wrong, I mean, they're just they're just incorrect across the board. Yeah this is what your contract is and you're a liar <laughs> you're a liar um yeah so my thoughts on this um Aaron Rodgers he, he won the battle and the war <laughs> <laughs> he got his cake and ate it too yeah like I mean this I mean I guess this has been building um you know them trading the Jordy Nelson thing them trading a receiver to the Bills that he like or no he they released him or something I don't I forgot his name um you know the Jordan Love thing and you know he's been pouting ever since I mean oh Jordy since, Nelson you're talking about Jordy Nelson yeah just the, the stuff leading the up to uh the stuff leading up to this um yeah years and years and years and years yeah the the jordan love also was kind of like i guess the the cherry on top that really kind of like pushed him over the edge and um since then you know he's been winning he's got two mvps uh he's been the number one seed back to back year no mm-hmm. yeah back to back years yeah. uh made the nfc championship twice uh one of them he didn't get to um so yeah this is this this is not a great deal for the Packers. Um, this sucks. You know, they did. They were able to keep Devontae Adams. Uh, they franchise tagged him hours after this deal got announced. Um, you know, it just this sucks because now their defense, I think, is gonna be which is been pretty good. Um, you know, this I think Zendarius Smith, Zendarius Smith, I think. You know, he's probably going to be out the door. Um, I don't know about the other Smith player. I, I just think their defense is going to get a lot worse. And, um, you know, I watched some of your what you were talking about with the Aaron Rodgers news. And, you know, like you said, you know, they don't really have a number two there. So, you know, I, I don't want to hear any more complaints from Aaron Rodgers that the Packers aren't doing enough. Because now you've taken most of the salary cap. So I, I don't want to hear that no more. I'm all I'm all done with that, Aaron. Um, you can take your problems to somebody that that cares, uh, because y- yeah. y- you got your money. Um, I don't know. Look, you get it. You're in an easy division. You know the Lions and the Bears. Not the Lions. Uh, the Bears and the Vikings both have, uh, court uh new uh head coaches and GMs. Um, you know. The lines are the, the worst, lines. The lines are the lines. Obviously, I mean, at worst, you'll you'll go four and two in your division. So I mean, I think that'd be crazy. If, even if they, I mean, they're going five and one bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna sweep the Bears. They're gonna sweep the Lions. I think so that they, they can split, split with the Vikings. Yeah, that's that, my oh my four and two was like maybe the Vikings get two over them. I don't think that would happen. Man, but. that'd be crazy. Good for the Vikings. <laughs> Um, but yeah, six and oh, five and one is where you're probably going to be in this season, this upcoming season. So you're getting a, a first round, uh, you're getting a home playoff game because your just division is so bad. But what are you going to do after that when you when you play the big boys like the Rams? Um, we'll see. I don't put the 49ers in there. What's um, sad is he'll beat them in the regular season. Like yeah. he'll whoop ass on them good. in the regular season. He did, but then we, he won't beat them in the playoffs. We good, okay, Aaron. We get it. You're great in the regular season. We need you to produce in the playoffs. You know. You I don't have... know. I just, I wonder if it's just his style of play. Like <clears throat> I, I don't oh, know. I don't know. Kind of like, uh, kind of like how um, I think Kobe, um, RIP, um, talked about. I think James Harden when James Harden was like he was. Um, dropping like 30 points per game it's like yeah that's great for the regular season but 
you can't do you can't you can't win like that in the playoffs and I can maybe see that I mean like Aaron really isn't that like stat I wouldn't call him like a stat patter he just has really good stats like he doesn't turn the he ball just keeps over. his interceptions down and yeah. that's cool but like when you're when you're doing it to the detriment of making plays when you need to make plays yeah especially against the upper teams when all the games are close mm-hmm. you know i mean it's I, th- I i look i just thought about this i don't want to say this is a fleshed out theory mm-hmm. but you know it I, makes I, me wonder if that's why it happens that that is not a, a i wouldn't say a terrible point that i think you could probably make that uh thing um make that point you were talking about uh but yeah Aaron, um, well, I'm whatever about it. Um, I'm not the biggest fan. It's funny, you know, how my uh, perspective has, you know, flipped. You know, if you would have asked me if I was in high school, you know, I would have loved Aaron Rodgers, hate, hated Tom Brady. And now, you know, <laughs> now I'm older. I I don't love Tom Brady. I, I, re- eh, I, I like Tom Brady. I like Tom Brady. Respect Tom Brady. I, I respect Brady, him. You know. And, you know, his personality, he seems like a really cool dude. Aaron Rodgers, on the flip side, I he just seems kind of standoffish. He seems like he wants to be the smartest guy in the room. And he just, eh, I just get a bad vibe from him. So, um, and like you talked about. I wouldn't let about, him watch my kids. <laughs> and, and like you talked about how, um, you know, in your video, how, um, Huh, I lost my point. Uh, are you talking about his leadership? Are you talking about yeah, his, his, le- his personality? Yeah, his leadership and personality, like how, you know, it probably isn't the best. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I think I will. I'll pull back a little bit on some of the stuff I said yesterday. Mm-hmm. This will, for at least this year, probably reduce his cap. By oh, a little bit yeah, because I, what I they're going to they do is backload the contract. Mm-hmm. I think they already I mean, this is, talked about doing that. This is still going to be. I mean, this it's you're not going to be able to do it forever. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get a year into this deal, and it's going to be like, okay, wow, he's already got a lot of money. And then two years <laughs> into the year, you're going to be like, geez. And then what are you going to do again? Like, you're going to get rid of him at that point and hope Jordan Love's ready. I mean, this just. I feel so bad for Packers because I feel like this has just totally messed up everything they wanted to do. Because and again, like. I said in the video, he's played well enough to win two MVPs, mm-hmm. but not well enough to actually win you a Super Bowl. <laughs> and as a result, you're like, okay, we got to pay. We're going to pay him $50 million because Jordan Love, I guess, isn't ready to play, yeah, and, I mean, I which was... is just an indictment on Jordan yeah, Love. Yeah, like, I've was... been on your bench for two years, and you still feel like if we don't give Aaron Rodgers a $50 <laughs> million contract, we're going to be screwed. Like, that's so messed up. Like, so... I don't know what they're going to do with Jordan Love. I mean, he's going to sit on your bench for four years. I mean, you have to think he'll be there now for at least two more years, Aaron Rodgers. So mm, yeah. if it, if that's the case, Jordan Love's going to go through – he's going to blow through his rookie contract having not started for you. I mean, and I what guess are you going to do then? In contract negotiations, I'd imagine he could get it for cheap. I imagine he – we're not, we're trying not. to do the Madden style. <laughs> we're not. Have a guy sit on your bench and he's a 75 overall <laughs> and then you re-sign him for like $10. <laughs> I mean. See, I, but like, is Jordan Love going to go for that? Like, is Jordan Love going to be like. I, yeah. Know, well, it's like, like what. I don't. I, like, Jordan Love, what what film you got out there, my boy? <laughs> what do you think the like, market I, value is? You think you'll get market value? Um, yeah. I mean, there's no chance. So I, I like. I feel bad for Jordan Love. Yeah, I feel bad I for the so. Packers because I feel like this has just messed up their whole like like plan. It has. He's uh, it's done I, a big I, wrench in it. You know, maybe Jordan Love should have because like when when Brett Favre like Brett Favre wanted to stay. Mm-hmm. You know he was like uh you know I might retire I might not but I want to stay and the Packers are like no nah, bro no nah, we're done with you we got this guy <laughs> sitting on the bench that we think's a stud and we want you out of here so we can play him and sure enough that was Aaron Rodgers and he was a stud like. So the Packers have ne- have not had an issue in the past, and I don't see why they would. They took this guy in the first round. Like if they thought he was ready to play, you know, it's like we don't need you anymore, Aaron. We don't need to pay you all this money. We do, yeah. but so, I uh, just sad. Like it's a bummer for the Packers. I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl. Uh, even even with the a- NFC a little more clear than it was, uh, you know. Yeah, Russ yesterday. I mean, Russell Wilson leaving, but. You know, they still got the Rams. They still got the 49ers, which you can't seem to beat. Uh, 
we'll see what the Bucks do. That could be an interesting development. Ugh. You know, the Cowboys are, are still there. I know yeah, some people. He, you know, he likes beating up on the Cowboys, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. I hope. God, I'd love to meet the Packers and beat them in the playoffs. That would Ooh, be so good. That'd be. I'd, 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 I'd love to watch that. I'd love to watch that. But I don't know. Um, I I don't know. I feel like we're doing this with the AFC where we just think it's gonna stay the same. We go, <laughs> oh yeah, the the Rams best team in the league. Yeah, they're gonna go back. It's just and it's like we did. We thought that with the 49ers after they went back. We thought mm-hmm. that with the Bucks last year after they went back. Mm-hmm. Like the NFC is historically an uber competitive conference, and it changes hands all the time in terms of who the best is and who's not. So, I, I yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I don't buy that the Packers are just automatically going to be the team at the end just because no. that's that's how the NFC Who is. Who is out there saying this? I want to have. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, they're saying you know it's Matt Stafford and Aaron Rodgers now. Those are the two best quarterbacks in the in the conference, is what they're saying. So it's going to be between them, and they say maybe the 49ers will be there with Trey Lance, and oh, Tom Brady might come back, which he's not coming back. I'm going to tell you right now, guys, not coming back, not coming back. <laughs> I mean, at the, at, but, at, I mean, I guess at this moment when you're looking, coming through all the NFC teams, yeah, I mean, I guess those are the the best. Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. Cowboys. Cowboys. Uh, no, I don't know. Cowboys have a lot of work there. Uh, but, they need to figure out that they need to run the ball more. That's the thing. <laughs> well, they need to not be paying Zeke all that goddamn money. Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, unfortunate. Um, but... Worse and worse every year. His his game average every year has gone down. But anyway, yeah, uh, sad for the Packers. Good luck to y'all. Very skeptical. Don't think it's a great deal for y'all. But um, it is not. This is not a great y'all, deal. It's y'all's life. It's y'all's life. And I don't really like the Packers. Like, I respect the Packers as an organization, but I don't like the Packers. So, <laughs> you know, any misery the Packers can get from being held hostage by this <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Oh, he is. He held him at gunpoint, and he he, he robbed him. Shook him down. Every last penny. And then he took all the money and said, I did them a favor as he walked away. He didn't do them And they're like, yeah, he did us a favor. He did us a favor. This is not a favor. As they're just curled up. (laughs) He did us a favor, guys. Well, you're going to get another MVP and lose in the first round? That's exactly what's going to happen. Like. Then what you going? I've never seen a player win MVP and people not care <laughs> to the degree that to the degree that they did not care that Aaron Rodgers won it this year. Like I have never seen it. I mean, I mean, he's kind of sour. I mean, ever since you started talking, he's kind of just soured the the media. Like they've kind of they're yeah. kind they're against him now. Um, he's kind of alienated. I know he broke up with his like girlfriend. I know he doesn't really talk to his family that much um so i mean man when your own family doesn't like you <laughs> <laughs> I guess i'm getting personalized i'm being mean i should i should stop. yeah yeah we should we should bring that up and bring it back to football but um yeah uh, uh man may i'm uh, maybe i'm rooting for the packers organization so maybe you know get back there to the promised land but uh they 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 got a problem with uh numbers 12 um yeah that about does it with about an hour that's a pretty good podcast link yeah that is uh that's all the big free agency news that is going on free agency i don't think it has even started officially no i think it starts a week from today march 16th it's funny and then somewhere i think i saw this morning we are 50 days from the nfl draft which Coming up, yeah, it's, it comes up in April. We are in March. We're in early March. Uh, but, yeah, late April, draft's coming. Going to be really excited about that. Um, you know, uh, not much draft news coming out. Uh, I heard, like, I, there was, like, 10 receivers that ran, like, a 4-3 or something. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah, two, of them were, two players from Baylor finished, like, the second and fourth best time ever or something like that i, I believe so um other news was like what was his name kyle pickett or whatever his name was had like kenny pickett kenny pickett kenny or kyle one of those. he had like small hands eight and a half inches i think yeah i think that that's like the biggest news that i have seen from the combine um so yeah we're it's gonna be really interesting to see 
And the next quarterback domino is Mitch Trubisky. And Mitch Trubisky. What? Has he been? And Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those aren't as big stories, but yeah. I mean, but that's like where we're at with the quarterbacks. Like, Russell <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers have settled, and Carson Wentz even got traded. So now it's like, oh, okay, well, well who, I, who we got left? I have seen, um, it is being rumored that uh, Mitchell Trubisky could go join back up with Brian Daypool with the Giants, which I really wouldn't hate that, honestly. Oh, that wouldn't be a bad. That's that's a that's an interesting one. And then Deshaun Watson, we'll see what happens with him. Oh, yeah. I think he might go to Carolina. That's I heard that as a suggestion. He's got, yeah. Like I think that. Like I don't know why. I think that's where near Clemson is. Where's Clemson? Is Clemson in Georgia? Where is? Clemson? I don't know. It's down south, which I was surprised. I didn't. I didn't realize <sighs> Clemson was like. I think it's in like South Carolina. That's my guess, South Carolina. It is in South Carolina. Hey! Yes, I mean he would be going back to that region if he goes to Carolina. Like I, I could kind of see it. Okay. But uh, anyway, we should uh, hop off. Yeah. All right. Uh, y'all take it easy. Uh, bye bye everyone. Bye everybody.